It's a sad, sad day in Renob. The last day that Chris is DM for a while. Forever. <laughs> we took well, a vote. That's why you have to set up a cliffhanger in the first place. Why you have to kill all the characters. So yeah. you have to come back. <laughs> Perhaps there will be a cliffhanger in our future. There probably won't be. You can't really retroactively add a cliffhanger. Well, I still have a few more seconds of DM hood. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave comes up from the ground and says, You assholes! And then he poofs for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> On screen of our podcast. Oh, we have to All listen right. to it. <laughs> so, this is... this is uh, we're, back, we're back in business. Looney Tunes back in action. The boys have all returned from their trip to hell. Chris, one important question in regards to this trip to hell, while where you were the DM, where was Murdar? And the DM. Well, this is hidden game, so somebody say words. Well, what? where the hell is Murdar? Oh, this is still Can't happening. We were just in hell. <laughs> I've been standing here this whole time. <laughs> Why haven't you all acknowledged me standing here next to you? You were so quiet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Murdar followed us the whole time. <laughs> Wait, all that build up for this? JK, I was in a prison cell. You hit that thing and now I'm released. Oh. Oh. You don't seem very concerned that you were in that prison cell for so long in hell. <laughs> it was like two days max. It just took like two months to record. I mean, <laughs> we're not, you could have died in there. It's not a normal person jail. That's a demon jail. Well, if I died, I would just came back right there. Tell. Oh, you somehow figured out the rules, though you were stuck in a cell. <laughs> I did a good religion check, my first ever. It's <laughs> fan art where it's uh, Murdar sitting at like a prison uh, lunch table alone with all the demons cowering away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Murdar, you and I have something in common. We were both in jail for a couple days. <laughs> Me twice, though. <laughs> You guys should just investigate an item you just got for a very long period of time. <laughs> I feel like if I had been there, you guys would have murdered many less people. It's only me that holds you all together. Hey, we didn't. We I I for one did not catch up Murdar with what we were doing, so he doesn't. Oh, know it was on is. TV in my prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> Hell CCTV. It's actually HNN. <laughs> Hell News Network. <laughs> oh, time to watch. All hell all the time. Time to Wait. watch some Scooby-Doo. Wait, it's only Scrappy. It's only Scrappy. <laughs> and only so, the old episodes. A pup named Scrappy-Doo? No! <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, anyway, who, who's this guy that looks like me but angrier? <laughs> Don't worry. Well, uh, I'm the Dreadlord Maracross. It's nice to... Meet Hey, wait a minute. Are you a night-night? Yeah. I know you guys. You guys tried to kill me like 600 years ago. Oh. ruh -ro. Did you have it coming, though? Did, it, did he win? <laughs> well. <laughs> did I win? <laughs> they mostly sent in squires for some reason, so that's a big old N.O. from there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd say that was on accident, but uh, not everyone's qualified <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Spartans, they just throw them into the pit if they come back. We'll leave that oh, one big. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, you know, they say force company, but uh, 
four and a demon lord of the crowd, so uh, maybe you should scamper on off. They'll be embroidered on a pillow in Legion Ran Up slash store. <laughs> <laughs> Force company, but four and a demon lord is too much, so scamper off. But I do okay, but Murdar does look back and he goes, Wow, you guys got a lot of shit that's super OP. What are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> I say we throw it in a river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that one too, Cramwell. If the Night Knights were still around, the East East Empire would be without a leader pretty soon. <laughs> if you could find it. I imagine it's east of east, which I guess is what. <laughs> Damn, he's good. Wait, well, I thought it was just super east. Like, you go east and you're like, oh, wait, I gotta go. Well, that is west. Whoa. You know, guys, with all this, uh, you know, hubbub in hell. Uh, hellbub? Yeah, hellbub. Beelzebub. Uh, what exactly were we doing up here? Think you were, uh, I think we were doing something about uh, helping a genie take over the world, capture a... Uh, a Melora, and he was going to give Muffins better attack powers. I, <laughs> See, I remember <laughs> something about helping a Melora and, like, Malora. fighting genies. Uh, uh, last I checked, we were wandering aimlessly through the desert, and Ragnarok occurred. <laughs> or was we gonna fight Muffins with the help of a genie, and then Melora <laughs> gets higher attack power? <laughs> I rub the orb. <laughs> I was in a Coliseum prison, and uh, it's all a blur from there. Clark. That's where we were, are now, right? That Coliseum? It's back? Yes. Clark. Yeah, it's... Clark. Wh- wh- no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's up, guys? I rub the orb. Oh, yeah, so no, we'll get to that. You rub the orb, and uh, it, it's uh, it's ringing. But uh, there's Wait, something I else I want to do first. Right, I do have something right now. Okay. Something right now happens. Above above all the players, a giant rolling thundercloud strikes above, and another rolling thundercloud strikes above that, and the faces of Chris and Clark collide. <laughs> and, then, and then Chris goes somewhat, somewhat off into the distance, and then Clark kind of presides over. Oh, like Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. Like they give Mufasa. each other thumbs ups. <laughs> yeah, we, we, the clouds give each other a fist bump, <laughs> and Chris goes out to uh, somewhere he's, else. He's off DMing in someone else's <laughs> he campaign. <dies. laughs> he can't die. Chris is forever. Let's <laughs> go on Chris. my tombstone. Chris is forever. You can buy Clark's tombstone. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, it's been a pleasure working with you. I'm so glad to not be in hell anymore. Oh, uh, but I gotta go. Um, but, uh, tell you what. I've got, currently got three magic items on me. I will give you one of them. Is that stupid screaming flail? He holds up the stupid screaming flail. <laughs> yes. Okay, what are, what are two and three? Uh, my cape, which allows you to be more intimidating when you mean to be scary. Uh, oh, this cape? That. No, no, I do. I have higher intimidation. Yeah, I, I need higher intimidation. No, 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 no. This, cape, this, this particular <laughs> cape makes you, um, gives, if you don't have proficiency in intimidation already, it gives you proficiency in intimidation. See, I need that. And it also allows <laughs> you to use your strength score for intimidate. This is a muffins item. This is, this might as well have muffins face on it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my belts, and he has a belt which has the face of a giant on it. It makes you stronger. His pants fall down. 
I'm eyeballing that cape. <laughs> wait, wait, is this like a one per person deal? No, it's a one for everything. You guys have enough magic items. <laughs> I will take all three and the holy gun. Uh, you- uh, Cramwell, three is more than one. <laughs> I don't do book learning too well. <laughs> it's okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, well, I don't need anything okay, else magical, okay, so I'll, I'll back that, out on this one. Cape. Chris is getting a cape, and that's final. How so. about we high roll for it? How about we strain check for it? How about we intimidate? I'd be okay it? with Chris getting the cape. At least that means he's not going to kill people as often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Chris getting the cape. Okay, that's fine. Chris has got the cape now. Uh, he takes off his cape. Uh, which is tattered, long, and red, and puts it on your back, which is quite like yours, except it doesn't have the night-night insignia on it. Yeah, there goes oh, your brain. Hold on, hold on. He pulls out a crayon and draws the night-night <laughs> on the back. Crayon! What, brother? He loses all effects. <laughs> <laughs> loses all magic. <laughs> Deducts from intimidation checks, and it's... Curse to right, stay on your Chris, <laughs> you now have advantage, or you don't have advantage, but you do have proficiency in intimidation, and now you can use your strength score to intimidate. Dope sauce. That's pretty good. Yes. Happy birthday. About time I got a decent item. So, um, he, <laughs> the Dreadlord Maracross hands you the cape, and is, uh, he waves at you guys like, Alright everybody, it's good to see you, I'll see you guys later. Goodbye, Sherry! <laughs> As he walks off with that belt that boosts your strength to like 30. 25, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> Bye everybody, oh, it's good to know you all. This is my actual voice. Bye! <laughs> 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 I'll see you later. See you later, guys. I have a podcast to record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, and as... Maricross walks away. You see, uh, at the end of the credits, he holds up the necklace of testulence and goes, (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm throwing this shit away. (laughs) (laughs) Not the river. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that was Maricross. He's out of here. He's off to join his family after a long sabbatical in hell. And now, you... I got a a quick question, if if you have the answer to this, Clark. Maybe. If he's 600 years dead, how old was he when he made his family? He was maybe 570, no, 580 years dead. Oh, okay, good to know. Yeah. He was dead. post-mortem baby making. Exactly. Okay, it's important for my headcanon. Yeah, I get it. Send us that fan art. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. That'd be an interesting concept. And uh, finally, Muffins, Malora picks up. Oh, hey. Mm. Um, what are we doing? She looks at you and she's like, hey, Muffins, you uh, you guys were in hell, huh? Yeah. Always. It was a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah, thanks Not for really, it kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, one note about the Coliseum that's currently around you now. The Coliseum was formerly uh, created above the shrine and the Shrine was used to terraform the Colosseum. Now that the shrine's gone, but the Colosseum's back, the Colosseum itself is overgrown with long, leafy vines all over the place. And from the very center of the arena, a giant flower sprouts out. And from it, Melora steps forward, 
wearing her overalls, gardening gloves, and looking indignantly at Cramwell Amelnuon. What is this? My lord? Smite him, smite him, smite him. <laughs> Wasn't Melora in the Colosseum when we when we locked this shrine? <laughs> uh, that is kind of canon, I guess. Uh, it is now. She, she was it. She was technically here, yes, but the shrine then collapsed. Y'all also called her during my campaign. True. Oh yeah. So uh, she looks at Cramwell. So, um, Mister Amelnuon. This is awkward. Yeah, so you were talking about killing everyone, huh? Because some guy uh, asked you to? Uh... <laughs> he, was, he was Satan! <laughs> True. But you so don't defense. know if he was going to kill all the plants. <laughs> and she looks sharply at Muffins as she says this. <laughs> and she glowers at Kremel. Well, Kremel, you gonna, you gonna say something to your fence? Go ahead. Man's gotta eat. (laughs) (laughs) In my defense, I did take your offer to re-naturize the desert on a whim, so I already (laughs) had this in-depthly into my personality. (laughs) No promise of a reward, no glory, no nothing, I was gonna save the desert, and somebody else asked me, a little favy-favy, for a little (laughs) favy-favy, And, uh, it, it, it seemed like a good idea at the time. It, I always thought what people said was, what happens in hell stays in hell. But I'm back, so... <laughs> Turns out that's not the case. <laughs> Apologies, madame. <laughs> uh, roll me the biggest persuasion check of your goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Hold on. Cramwell's about to get outsourced. <laughs> that is a solid 11. <laughs> oh. Well, she can roll low on her whatever check that is. Sense motive. Whatever the fuck it's called in this game. Mm, no. Mm. no. <laughs> her natural wisdom is higher than 11, so. Oh. Uh-huh. Rip. Uh, Cramwell? Um... Y- He's gotta get a timeout. You are, uh, you're fired? <gasps> oh, no. Um, uh, it's okay, Malora. he just started working for me. <laughs> Can Malora, I? What, what about us, Melora? Uh, it's it's a temporary thing. Let's say suspension. Cramwell, you're suspended. Oh, Turn in your gun and badge. What, what exactly <laughs> does a suspension on volunteer work entail? Uh, Cramwell, <laughs> you feel... The very es- source essence of your body slip away as you lose uh, eight levels of cleric. Oh God! What? Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! What about John? M- <laughs> John Candy Fitzgerald. <laughs> Fitzy, I call unto you. <laughs> it's gonna just flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're gonna have to do something really good to make up for wanting to kill everyone. And you're about to say... (laughs) You're about to say, well, Melora, that's not fair. I've been bringing back life to the desert. Well, tough fucking shit. What do you mean, life? You're about to murder every living creature on the planet with a 
pestilence. <laughs> Cram, will I have a suggestion? I think it was pestilence. <laughs> it was pestilence. Here's what gonna... you do. You just have to be responsible for bringing that many lives to the earth now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah. population, that. that's not a good idea. <laughs> Better start fornicating now. <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like a pretty good deal, huh? <laughs> I, I, I must say, though, although I put lives on the line for something I never fully committed to and an action <laughs> I never did go through with, <laughs> I did risk my own life several times to get some fucking trees around here. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this means nothing to you, apparently. I am, I am hurt, and and heartbroken, and and a level one bard. Well, I'm back to being me. <laughs> Come on, Molora. Cranwell's not a bad guy. He's just a complete idiot sometimes. <laughs> well, I see no reason why I, I should continue to tolerate someone who worshipped me in quotations. Only very briefly, uh, following worshipping someone else in quotations, almost immediately, and then moving on to do something heinously violent to the entire planet. Or at least I wouldn't exactly say I worshipped him so much as got a day job. (laughs) How about this? Uh, In his defense, there must have been a reason you selected him in the first place. Perhaps, and this is me just making assumptions, Cramwell is every bit as wild and unpredictable as the nature that you represent. Perhaps even you love him sexually. (laughs) Maybe not that. Maybe not that. (laughs) That could explain why she feels so betrayed. (laughs) It's like that little kid on the playground, you know, he pulled on your hair. And now you want to take eight levels of cleric from him. <laughs> but really, you want to take something else from him being his virginity. It pulls on your hair. That's going on a pillow. That's gross. I, also, on an unrelated note, I hear you might be looking for a pope. <laughs> I put a pope hat on. Well, there goes that persuasion you check. Melora, I do have a little bit of, of uh, disagreement with you. Cramwell is not your employee to fire. Cramwell works Ooh. for me. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Cramwell doesn't, doesn't pretend to worship you, I don't think, and I don't think you Wait, can give him cleric I, I don't care enough to pursue this. Cramwell, you're fucked. Let's go. <laughs> what can I do? What can I do to prove myself? Can, can I roll a persuasion check to see if I can convince Melora to find Cramwell a soulmate? <laughs> um. Uh, okay, I need two separate persuasion checks. I need one from Plick Pluck. I need one from Murdar. Oh boy! Is this a love check? This is like the the angel and the devil on your the angle and the devil. I think I'm the angel. Love check, baby. Oh, good thing persuasion's so good for me. It's not. Love check, baby, love check. Thirteen. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna resolve this. So, uh, Plick Pluck, you start making your argument, and Melora looks indifferent or indignantly at you. And then Murdar gives his argument, and she looks away from Murdar, and she said, Shut up! <gasps> <gasps> 
Yeah. And I slap Crumble on the back and be like, Dana boy. <laughs> oh boy, the shipping, the shippers are right. I, I look to wait, 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 wait. I look to muffins. I go, I think that's gross, but man's gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say you were gonna you were gonna does that yeah, make Cramwell a vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Cramwell, they're both kind of right. I think you are capable of great things, but you can't keep flip-flopping. What? No, that's, that's flip-flop's cousin. <laughs> Damn, I was supposed to make that joke. He lives on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's not good for you. I'm, You're going to I'm, get yourself hurt. I'm sorry. I, I truly am. Back in the old... Uh, Back in the old farm, t- back in the East East Empire, I was uh, trained to uh, just <laughs> continue protecting oneself over one's beliefs. So, uh, my my apologies. All right, how many? Cranwell, you feel eight levels of cleric come back into you. It's Whoa. yeah. <laughs> However many you lost. All right, now I'm level forty cleric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Malor looks at the rest of you, and she sighs, and she. Um, puts her gardening gloves in her overall pockets. Alright, guys. Well, there's a few shrines left. Uh, the main one is the one in Del Dofton, I think it's called now. And I believe that you're heading there next. It's where King Dowd is. The leader of the <gasps> Pigwigs. Uh, good. More nonsense in translation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe he can speak American Common now. <laughs> it has been several years, but you don't know that for Pegwig. What's a pegwig? What's a pegwig? What's a pegwig? You've met plenty of pegwigs up to this point. They're those flightless avian creatures that sort of waddle around and slide around on their bellies. Oh, oh like me! They- I thought those were just ugly kenku. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. No, I... I kind of, I guess. They're kind of blubblier, fatter. Anyway. Yeah, I noticed. It's very clear <laughs> and obvious. <laughs> oh, wait, Plick Pluck. I always thought you were just a sexy pegwig. <laughs> Not sure to, if I should be offended or couple. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, well, time to go. And Smolora begins to leave. And two things happen simultaneously as it does so. A pit from hell opens up, and a <laughs> magnificent light from heaven shines down from the Colosseum ceiling. The pit of hell, you hear what sounds like angry squawking, and you see- Crossfire theme playing in the background. <laughs> you see Lyra claw her way up from the pits of hell. I stomp her back down. <laughs> Do you? No. 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 Oh. Can I roll my first intimidation check? <laughs> For what? <laughs> you have to be more intimidating than hell. Ugh. Just to get her back down there. I give her the old waffle stomp. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no! For our fans back home, do you mind explaining what a waffle no. stomp is? <laughs> Wait, sir, are you, are, you, are you seriously stomping her back into hell? Real question. <laughs> Ah! The spirit of Lenny takes Winston over. wants to. Lenny, Lenny's screaming at me too, but Muffins is in control. <laughs> Muffins' foot is twitching. He's a uh, 
It's like twitching like Hopper and Bambi, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> By the way, a, a waffle stomp is to defecate in the shower and then proceed to try to stomp it down the drain with your foot. Chris, that's disgusting. Ugh. So, Clark, uh, what <laughs> happens with the head opening? <laughs> God damn you. Uh, okay, so... Lyra claws her way back up from hell as a swarm of angry ravens and owls is pecking at her heels, and you see an angry-looking dwarf clinging to her legs. Join us! Join us! She's like, no, no, no! She kicks him off as he falls. And I'm like, I'm like, wow! This is just a crazy storm we're having. Like you can see the thunder wave. <laughs> are you are you casting thunder wave? Oh man, if I could think of one good reason to do that, <laughs> well, I I can't. I mean, I have, she's done nothing. And from the heavenly light, you see two figures of one of striking familiarity, and the other one you've never seen before, but looks kind of familiar. You definitely recognize uh, one uh, familiar uh, Sherry. Who is it? Heaven. <laughs> oh. No, she's not. She's, <laughs> she'd be in hell. Cramwell, you got to unwrite someone from existence. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no. So I'm just kidding. I love you, Sherry. <laughs> and uh, Sherry's like, uh, Sherry wipes by to the other sort of heavenly looking figure. It was a woman, elven woman, in her uh, late 50s. Um, but, you know, she's an elf, so she looks a little bit up there. She's like, bye, Mom! And she turns around and is like, where'd you guys go? Oh, let me show you. Uh, look down there. <laughs> 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 Wait, do you see that? I, like, start pointing down to the pit. Yeah, that's, uh, that's terrifying. Yeah, is she looking, though? Yeah, she's looking. Am I? I take one big step back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you do next? Wow, there's a lot of thunder wave on tonight. <laughs> Is this happening? Oh, I think I've been waiting for this for a long, long time. Wait, wait, wait. If I do this, am I chaotic evil? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sending an innocent person straight to hell. I, I don't know. We probably need to debate What if I did it as here. a joke? Like, I will save it later. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's oh, arc <Lord>. three. <laughs> That's not chaotic evil at all. That's not reminiscent of uh, the old friend murder meme. <laughs> I think we should probably be trying to be a little bit more representative of Mahora's goodwill here, or else you know okay, we here's what our, I do. Uh, Alright, here's what I do. I can't miss on the entirely on the opportunity. <laughs> I roll I roll athletic ships to like push her to like give her that like oh shit and then I like grab her. <laughs> I think I think that's going to be two rolls, a push Probably. and a grab. Yeah. Alright. All right. So I'll roll a push dun, first. Dun. Okay. Which is uh, <laughs> Oh god. It's an 18 plus 4. <laughs> Versus her dex, which is a 14 plus 3, you succeed. Okay, now I gotta roll a catcher. What would this be, a sleight of hand? Probably strength check, I would think. Uh, not a lot of strength in a dexterity. Right, what do you think? Strength, or strength or sleight of hand? Strength or sleight of hand. Hmm. I would say probably strength. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, 16... I save her. I'm not a sociopath at all, guys. Ha ha ha. 
I'm gonna while he's doing this, I'm gonna go over Next time to someone says Winston's Lyra. evil because Lenny cut off an arm. I didn't kill her, I just played a joke. I'm gonna go over to Lyra who's crawling up from hell and give her a hand up and I'm gonna say, Hello, Cranwell, nice to meet you. <laughs> Look over to Melora and give her a wink and a okay sign. <laughs> did uh, I, hey, Clark, did I save her or no? Uh, what'd you roll? 16. Oh, uh, Chris, uh, you missed. So, uh... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how are we going to get through this desert with, with... We need her for water and scorpions or something. Chris, you've doomed us all. She begins to fall. Um, and oh, as soon not. as she reaches the edge of the hell pit... Uh, you hear a sound that is reminiscent of a basketball bouncing. Oh, come on. Close the pit. <laughs> that's, that's Chris, not Murdar. <laughs> and she rams into the pit at full speed and then bounces back into Murdar's arms. I drop her. Yeah. Um, oh, no, my ship. She's too pure. <laughs> she's, she's too pure for help. Confirmed. That's not true. She's like the evilest one of all of us. You know, like when a boy pulls a girl's pigtails because he has. Pulling a girl's pigtails, pushing her into a pigtail. <laughs> you were making it sound like that's it's just an innocent break, bro. I'm so just pushing you into around. a pit of lava. Well, that doesn't make sense, because how do I end up in hell, then? I mean, Murdar is as pure as pure gets. <laughs> murders people! His name is Murdar! He's killed people! That's, that's a family name! <laughs> Murdar has built this country! For no reason! Just because you I have, have a, a quote-unquote pure mindset does not make you pure. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe anything, but when we do... Hey there, friends. I appreciate you listening to our show. We'll be right back after a brief message. This message comes to us from the Lucky Die podcast. Give them a quick listen. Up above, you see blood red clouds boiling across the sky. I hear that you're not about to go on an adventure. Uh, you know how Amy likes to have me running around worrying about things. <laughs> you see armies at your back, dwarven, elven, human. You see all the races under your command, and you wickedly smile back at yourself. We can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. And you see this light being shattered into seven different pieces. It's not worth the risk. Just say it's part of my inquisitive nature. I have been following you for a very long time. Do you want a countdown? Three, two, one. Now. And you feel the ball drop out from beneath you. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. Real question for you boys. Okay. Do you want to go back to the bazaar? No. 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 I think we could ins- Wait, now, hang on. Do we have, like... I see you made this sheet, and it has the hell cannon on it. Did the hell cannon even come with us? Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought it was humongous. It is... It's a large... It's about as large as the Triceratops, in terms of size. Yeah, that's probably about right. Was it just, like, in the sand next to us that could, like, spit it up with us? Yeah. You brought the hell cannon. You brought all the magical items from hell. So... I mean, yeah, I think we could probably go to the nice. bazaar and set this hell cannon on top of our uh, 
<laughs> on top of the uh, fucking temple or whatever we have up there. Sounds good to me. It'd be a pain in the ass to like lug it around. Yeah, Plus we put wheels sure. on it and like made it a chariot. It is doom. does have wheels on it, right, Chris? It does have wheels. Yes. <laughs> uh, do we have a? Do we even have a place? Do we own any place, or are we just like murder? Murder bandits. Yeah, we have the church. Do you remember you bought a church? I did we're not re- buy that. We're religious church. types. <laughs> yeah, we're the religious types. I mean, I'd also be down with making like a fortress not on the bazaar. I'm not sure how you guys feel about that. But. I agree because the bazaar seems like it's just an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> what if that turtle walks into something? <laughs> it's like it's like having a bad homeowners association. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like we, we just want to put the hell cannon on the roof. No, no, that exceeds the maximum height. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to paint it white. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's a plan. But in terms of making a fortress, I'm going to go ahead and just temporarily veto that as a current course of action. If you want to bring the Hell Cannon back to the church for safekeeping, I'll go ahead and let you know that's not going to be an issue now if you want to do that. Can we just do it and then move on with the plot? Yeah. Okay, we, we do, do it. We do it. <laughs> Jinx. Now it's a t-shirt. Build your soul. And it can have like a parody of the Nike logo, but with a trident, and it says, we do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is way better. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys all are in agreement to once again head back to the bazaar. That's Eight hours bizarre. pass, and you teleport there. Sweet long rest. And you decide to put the Hell Cannon in storage for now, and you take a long rest. During this long rest, let's go ahead and explain the magic items that we received from Hell and other campaigns. Who would like to start? I will. Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> Winston said he will. Gosh darn it. One of the beautiful magical weapons that we got in hell is the hell cannon, spelled with one N instead of two. <laughs> A steel cannon of spike black and metal. Remember, one N instead of two. Large size, <laughs> incredibly heavy. The hell cannon... <laughs> Spews a massive column of necrotic fire whenever the wick is ignited. No loading time required, but the wick does take one turn to burn down. When fired, a creature within a 10 wide by 500 long foot radius must make a constitution saving throw. Any hit target takes 5d12 necrotic damage, that's a lot, or half on a successful save. On a failed save, target is ablaze and takes 1d8 fire damage. Oh wait, there's more! Order now and you get the legendary Guff of Mac, a small pentagram amulet formerly worn around the neck of Dave. Fuck that guy. The Guff of Mac is magical nonsense qualified. <laughs> the Guff of Mac has three charges. Not one, not two, but three charges. <laughs> when used, roll at 1d20. If 1 through 5, something impossibly bad happens. If 5 through 12... Nothing happens if 12 through 18, something impossibly good happens. If 18 through 20, something impossibly great happens. Charges can only be replenished by making up an impossible thing happen to you. (laughs) (laughs) That seems pretty fun. Yeah, I like that. I would never use it because it seems too risky, but someone else in this party probably will and fuck me over. I believe I still have the guff of Mac. Fantastic. (laughs) Cannot, true? Next up is the Holy Resurrection Stone. I'm from the 90s. A green glowing orb that seems to emanate with solely energy. The Resurrection Stone is much weaker in the material plane than hell, but that doesn't make it any less useful. 
The stone has one charge, which recharges once every week. The stone is capable of bringing a soul back from the ethereal plane and into the material plane, if the soul is willing. If the body is intact, the soul will inhabit its form and gain one hit point. If the body does not exist, user must find a suitable host for the soul or will be banished back to the ethereal plane and is unable to be summoned this way again. Cannot be used on a soul that has physically visited hell. Oh, wait, that's us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, uh, I wrote this item to not be an easy resurrection for you, but if you did want to resurrect an NPC in an interesting way. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> Never. You might find that you might accidentally kill an NPC, or someone might purposefully kill an NPC. I will read the Holy Flamethrower. <laughs> Come on! We got Chris to turn around and everything. That's fine. You know, <laughs> calisthenics. <laughs> it's uh, a magic weapon, a handhold Holy Fire Thrower. The Holy Flamethrower can gather holy energy from the air itself. Low onto the nearest heathen. <laughs> User attuned to it uh, <laughs> is proficient in the use of the flamethrower and it uses dex mod when attacking. On the Tony, I'm going to stop you there. I don't. Uh, there's just you, you're not putting any emotion in this. I'm not sure you're right for this commercial. You know, I'm the intern. I really. <laughs> Whereas, there's a lot of guys waiting outside. I. I wish you luck, but I think uh, I mean we're going I already to have the job, and you know I'm kind of just writing it out. I'll be honest. Um, to be fair, you know, I record a podcast in my off time. It's, it's the accounting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on a successful hit, the target takes two d8 plus their religion modifier in radiant damage. After three uses, you must take an action to reload the holy flame turret. It's a pretty good. It's like a like a holy man's uh, best friend. Holy man's best friend. My next one's very very long, but <laughs> hilarious, hilarious description. Necklaces of Tia and Tamara Maori. <laughs> Two magic necklaces of a combined sun and moon. The amulet of primal summoning brings forth an unwilling displacer beast to aid in summoning. This cat creature can either aid in a single combat or help with a task. The creature excels in manipulation, tracking, and as an insightful ally, easily seeing through any lies. It will do its best to help in any situation, but we'll be salty about it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it is not required to answer any questions about its true purpose unless Chris asks it, and can only be used once per long half rest. No. <laughs> that was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bobby, I think the last one's on you. Smoke bomb! A Bach Ulysses gone special. <laughs> a small gray grenade. Condensed smoke. To use, user must shout, Smoke bomb! And toss it onto the floor. A small man-sized puff of smoke emits, and the user is teleported 30 feet in a location of their choosing and remains invisible for 12 seconds or two turns. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if Muffins uses it? Then is it cat size? <laughs> no, it's still man size. Yeah. It's it takes it's it shows up in the exact diameter and shape of uh, Bakulis's S God. <laughs> For all intents yes, and purposes, that. if we use the amulet of primal summoning, and you got on top of Cheesecake's back and wore a trench coat around yourselves, you could both teleport at once. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Sorry to ruin any strats anyone was planning. I didn't mean to spoil some major content later, but I just wanted to make sure everybody knew what was going on. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Chris did acquire a magic weapon that's not listed here. The Dreadlord Marrowcross's cape, which just provide, just to remind you guys, proficiency in intimidation checks and the allowing and use of the strength modifier in use of intimidation. Because really, that kind of makes sense to me, and I'm surprised it wasn't an actual feat, but... It's a yeah. variant rule. Yeah. Variant rule. Anyway, Chris now has a cape. We have a hell cannon. <laughs> and you guys all take a long rest, ready to go on to the next location. Yeah. 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 Is there well, anything else you guys want to do in the, uh, in the interim here? No. Nope. Negatron. Okay. We're just going to move right to it. You guys start heading towards the next location after a long rest, wait, unless wait, wait. there's something who's else. In the party? Wait, who's in the party, though? Uh, let's see. Not Scarlet, not the Dreadlord Marocross, not... No, Lyra is there. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Lyra's fine. Maybe she could wash the church <laughs> or something. I believe Lyra is a qualified guide, is she not? <laughs> uh, she's... Not a desert expert, if that's what you're talking about. She's really good at surviving things, though. <laughs> she like, is very good uh, at that. Like seasons one and two. <laughs> she did almost die to a man bull. <laughs> True. <laughs> that is canon. But th- that's hell canon. <laughs> so, you guys have left the hell canon behind in the church. Now you're moving out with the rest of the more handheld magical weapons. And moving towards Deldofton. It's a short ride to Deldofton from where you teleported from the Colosseum. You head there in your chariot, along with Whistle, Lyra, and Sherry. Oh, no. All the fan favorites? Yes. I have to say no to that one. Hey, Sherry, so is that your mom? Oh, yeah. Is she single? Uh, no. (laughs) Well, she wasn't, I I think. Hmm. I don't know. I asked her where to find Dad, and she didn't know, even though she's in heaven. Ruh-roh. And uh, you let her out of heaven? Well, no, she, we just, she just said goodbye, you know. It's been a while since we saw each other. Oh, and, you're uh, just hanging. I, I misunderstood. You, I thought she came down. Yeah, yeah no. really good, Sherry. You're wasting time while we are saving the world. <laughs> talking to your fucking dead mother. Gosh. I mean, what was I supposed to be doing? Where were you guys? The laziness of some people. I <laughs> you were in a prison cell. Shh. <laughs> 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 Watching <laughs> HNN. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't watch HGTV. That's Hell and Garden Television. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, this how you plant your man melons. You put the tormented soul in the ground and you just watch him squirm. <laughs> <laughs> I find it excessively flavorful the more he squirms and screams. <laughs> Remember, you want to put him under full hell sun. <laughs> It really brings a pop of color to Grandma's yard. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the cheese! Bare white walls, I like to throw a bucket of blood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. So, you guys start heading towards Del Dofton. It does not take long from the Coliseum, as a matter of fact, to get there. You pass by the tire club once more. Ooh, Bobby, can you voice some tires? Perfect. Close enough. Um, are th- Bobby, uh, I don't know if this is spoilers or not, but are the tire club animorphs? 
That is in spoiler Whoa. territory, so I will choose not to answer it at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys uh, head past the Tiger Club, and in the distance, you can see what appears to be a boat. It's a large boat. You get close to the boat, and the boat gets larger and larger and larger, until finally you can see the full grand scale of it. It's larger oh than God, the turtle boat. that the bazaar was on. It's an arc of massive proportions. Oh it's God. Clark's arc. <laughs> As you approach the arc, you can see that on the top of it, there are many figures moving around. The closer you get, the more you can tell that these are Pegwegian soldiers. As your two weird horse raptors start getting closer and closer. Eventually, you are but feet away from the arc. And you're approached by a man, sort of rough looking, not like a like a tough boy, but more like a tired boy. Uh, he looks to be in his mid-40s. He's a human, not a pegweg. And he uh, is wearing a yellow, regular yellow shirt and regular brown pants. Cronwell, you want those? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Carry on. Uh, he approaches you as your chariot approaches, and he holds up a scrap of paper, and he says, All right, listen, you guys are come at a really bad time. Things are not looking good, Delta often. Who are you guys? I am Cramwell Amelnuan, of the East East Empire, Keeper of Bees, Lord over nothing. <laughs> Wait, my bees, they're time. back in hell. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> This poor guy. <laughs> this poor guy. He's really he's going to be so confused. Uh, he, and he looks at you and he gives you kind of a wry look and he's like, um, yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Um, you guys seem like you might be sort of. We're good people. In shape. Uh, and he holds a piece of paper. Do you mind if I borrow a moment of your time? Do you promise to give it back? Sure. I don't know if I can give you any time back. Uh, but I promise it won't be wasted. <sighs> Carry on. He looks at you, Cramwell, and he holds up the piece of paper in his hand. Um, just a moment. Let me pull up something. It disintegrates you for 27 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scroll. I don't care if there are closeout sales at Toys R Us. They're just not that good. <laughs> 10% off is not a closeout sale. <laughs> And the piece of paper in his hand bursts into flames, and he smiles, and he says, Well then, the contract is sealed. Hmm. <laughs> and you guys hear a noise. The first thing that you hear is, You're fucking dead, kiddo! You all are standing in the middle of a courtroom. Oh, not in front again. of you, wearing a judge's wig, is an elf tied to a chair. On the wall, you see a massive sigil of a fish. You guys are all a little bit different. Murdar, you are currently surrounded by corpses yes. of Pegwegian guards. You have an axe in your hands. The axe is covered in blood. Muffins, you don't feel too hot. It seems like you're missing a lot of HP. Plick Pluck, your hump is gone. Oh, hey. <laughs> this sucks to be you guys, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually Cramwell, <laughs> you are standing in front of this guy 
You're wearing black cleric robes, and you currently have a goatee now. <laughs> Evil Cramwell. I glance around. As the representative of these men, they claim... Maybe guilty? <laughs> and the elf tied the chair gives you a look. What are you fucking on about? Uh... Dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> you guys notice that... The cart... Sherry... And Lyra are currently missing. In the room... Oh, whew. This is one good thing Which is now... <laughs> completely devoid of anyone, sans guards, and whistle who is standing barring the door with his giant metal body, is currently missing everyone and covered in the blood of these guards. All of which, from the look of Murdar, now covered in blood also, seems to have murdered. Um, that could have been anybody. <laughs> like, no one saw my face. The elf gives you a guy's look and he's like, aren't you are. going to continue questioning me? Clark, are we in like a courtroom? Yeah. Okay. Well, what was the point of this... Charade, the gods are going to be in here any minute. Why am I here? Why'd you bring me here? On Moontober the 13th, where were you at strictly <laughs> Moonfall <laughs> PM? <laughs> the I elf feels so good. Looks at you, and he like looks around and he looks at the corpses. You all are completely batshit. And he starts get standing up and starts inching away. As fast as his little body tied to a chair can push himself. I, I cast Mage Hand and knock him over. <laughs> you do so. It's not hard. Okay. What did I say about inching away from me? I'm asking seriously, I don't remember. <laughs> you said don't! <laughs> <laughs> exactly! <laughs> also, what, what happened? Oh no, boys, this feels like The Hangover, part four. <laughs> no. Medieval. This is something hey, different, yeah. I yeah. swear to God, everyone. That'd be pretty funny if it was. It's kind of like that, but different. Uh, I search my pockets. Murdar, you find everything is still intact. Nothing seems to have been stolen from you, if that's what you're wondering. Was anything added? But you do find something. Everyone, please look at your resources. I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh boy, is this the boat we had? This is the boat you're on. Wait, we're on a boat? Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. There's a lot to this boat, and we're in court, so... Okay. <laughs> Murdar, you find a map of a boat in your pocket. Okay, I tell no one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, I'll show them this freaking map. I'll need help anyway. <laughs> uh, Same. This is going to be really good on an audio podcast. Well, just like okay, the well, first court, season we had okay. a map, you could use the map. All that all that matters on this map is that court is the little boathouse on top of it. So that's where we are. Yes, that's true. Court, did you make this? I had a commission. It looks very good. Wow. No, uh, there goes our pizza money, am I right? <laughs> yeah, this is, where, this is where all your dollars go, people. You want to shout them out? This... Drawing was provided by uh, our longtime friend of the show, Chak Wayna. I commissioned her to draw this, and she drew it. I don't know who wow. that is. Thanks, Chak Wayna. You might remember Chak Wayna from giving us yo yo's and snails. Oh, and I, thought, I thought she was the one from that movie, Pocahontas, who played her friend. I think <laughs> you're that? thinking of a raccoon. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the girlfriend. Isn't that Chuck Wayne? I think you're thinking of John Jack Smith. <laughs> I ain't going back to Jack. No, no, that's her lover. 
I'm talking about the girlfriend. <laughs> she has shorter hair than Pocahontas. Hey, guys, what do you call a movie director that's looking at the sun? What do you call him? Squinton Tarantino. Ah! <laughs> you guys. Yeah, so guys, you're currently in the courtroom. That's pretty good. And as you guys are uh, wasting more time, the uh, door <laughs> starts is, is now being uh, slammed, and Whistle is currently holding it shut. Uh, I will, I examine myself to see if I'm bleeding or something. I'm wondering why how I got so hurt. Uh, yeah, you don't seem to have any interior exterior wounds. Am I still bald? Yes. Where does it hurt? <laughs> uh, it hurts on the inside in your tub tub. Can I do a medicine check or something? Sure. Muffins, I think you might be having a baby. <laughs> oh, man. Boys, so if great. we had time enough for me to grow a go- goatee, this must be 30 years in the future. <laughs> I got a nine. Oh, you feel real bad in the stomach. Ooh. It tastes like you've eaten some bad clams. So, so Cramwell is used to blacking out, so I, I'm going to say Cramwell assumes that he just blacked out and everybody else knows what's going on but won't share it with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, hey, Whistle, what's happening? Uh, he looks at you, he looks at Cramwell, he holds the door and goes, <laughs> Oh, another day at work, isn't this great, guys? <laughs> oh, Alright, I, I walk over Clutching my stomach to the elf tied to the chair <laughs> Yes, he tries to push himself away from you But he's still on the ground Please pal, it's your good pal Muffins uh, what, Why are you afraid of me? He looks at you and he's like Are you kidding? No You barged into my courtroom on the pretext of legal issues And now you're interrogating me And nearly killed me Under the prosecutor's desk appears a figure, and he's like, Are you fucking serious? And, uh, in a red blazer, with a pouch, is a kangaroo. They don't exist in courtrooms. (laughs) Wait, you haven't seen Kangaroo Jack 4? Law and Order SVU? (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't, I don't recommend it, please. Anthony Anderson was in Law and Order for a couple of seasons. So I bet Kangaroo Jack probably cameoed. Something about kangaroo sex crimes (laughs) just doesn't sit with me well. (laughs) God damn it, Bobby. Does anyone in this podcast have an Australian impression? No? Alright, let's move on. Now it's kangaroo time! (laughs) (laughs) After all the work we've done, you've forgotten everything, says the kangaroo. Yes! Seriously? I don't know if it's some kind of spell or what, but I don't remember anything from before like 10 minutes ago. Can I roll an intimidate check just to get him to tell us the entire story? Who? The kangaroo? You just really like feel like rolling an intimidate. Well, it's a new thing. Sure, yeah, go ahead. If that's your play, then do it. Alright, I'll be the bad cop. As he's figuring this out, I'm looking around the room trying to figure out what happened. Hmm, uh, could that elf be considered an evil leader? Are we on a Mar- Murdar quest? Are there any plants here? <laughs> Let's see, is there anything to build? Anything to steal? What are we doing here? I got a, se- I got a seven to scream. Can I do a, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's it called check? A perception check, there we go. That's gonna be a solid... <coughs> a solid five. <laughs> Uh, you don't find anything 
and you hear the whines of whistle in the back. It's like his body is wheezing as the door is being burst down by uh, what sounds like a rabble of guards on the other side. How many? Well, I guess I'll just have to use my wits on this one. Boys, we're back in hell! (laughs) (laughs) Someone rubbed the guff of Mac. (laughs) It might be our only way out of this. We're not getting a clear answer. I even even asked politely. I was waiting for Murdar to finish his thing. (laughs) Who'd you ask politely? I asked the judge. I said, why are you afraid of? And I just get a bunch of rhetorical questions of, are you serious? Yes. Uh, Yes, that is true. I asked him with a threat, and I got a seven. How did that work out? Alright, Mr. King! <laughs> Mr. King, or Mr. Horrifying Pouch Animal, what's going on? <laughs> I don't remember this. Alright, things are going sideways here, boys. We gotta go. <laughs> I um, cannot picture him kangaroo jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the kangaroo starts hopping away um, to behind the judge's bench, and he flips up a trap door. It's like, alright, if you really don't remember anything, which I find very convenient, let's leave. This is this is going sideways. We're gonna have to leave your robot friend here now. He won't it fit through the door. <laughs> Where did we meet this kangaroo? Where did he come from? He just poofed into the or he came from a secret passage under the prosecutor's desk. Oh, there was See? not a secret passage, he was just hiding under there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel just, like yeah. it's a trap and we should kill him. I feel like I don't wanna get mauled to death by however many guards are on the other side of that door. It's three. Guys, they're just pegwags. <laughs> also, one more important note about your current situation. The floor that you're standing on is slightly tilted. It's always oh. slightly tilted. It's like you're walking on a slope the whole time. Okay. If that makes any sense. So the floor is forever sloped. The kangaroo opens the door is like, Alright boys, time to go. I go through. Yeah, I'll go through. I'm with him. And... With that, we're going to find out what happened to the boys on the next episode of the Legion of Renna. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Legion of Renna season, season 3, <laughs> episode 43. <laughs> We just got off the Chris arc, so let's get some general thoughts. Um, that was a hell of a time. Uh, a hell of a time. I'll show myself out. Hell yeah. <laughs> right to hell retribution. Hello kitty. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so there was Hitler's, which we removed. Um, there's Dave, who we also are me and our uh, <laughs> My favorite part was the most completely unexpected part at the very end when Bobby moved Hornbreaker from existence. <laughs> he had the power to change reality. The only thing he does is remove Chris's OC. <laughs> that, was, that was great. I was okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I was too. He served his purpose. Bobby and Chris had very different ideas on the who Truthbreaker should be shifted. <laughs> well, well, I got there, and I hadn't even met him before, and he was trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> so I wiped him from the material plane. <laughs> As you should. As you do. As you do. Uh, Winston's going to sort of take us from here when it comes to the shoutouts. We're 
gonna react. Ah! Uh, so, Winston, take it away. Uh, Ollie emailed us. Hey, Legion. I come to you upon this mighty hill for a metal album cover volume 3 level challenge. Who's got the most villainistic derailing party? I challenge you, and I guess the rest of the world, over who has the most malice party of ne'er-do-wells. Are you game, or are you scared that your pitiful party of cannibals and slavers fails to compare to the party I master? If so, shall I relay the stakes? The stakes are simple. Nothing too big apart from a major... Only ba- only absolute bragging rights. So are you game? I'm not sure what he's asking. Yeah, yeah he's kind of circling it. Uh, now I've talked a big game, but how evil is my party? Why extremely... Why extremely? Within the first six sessions of our new campaign, we've seen many incidents, including the poisoning of a baby goblin, the conversion of half a <laughs> goblin horde to follow the party, should have learned from the Lenny incident, the kidnapping of a warrior named Earther, helping out a drug cartel, well, who hasn't been there? As long as you, like, all kick him down a hole at the end. And to top it all off, finding a commoner bleeding to death in the fields, healing him only to strip him butt naked of all of his items and clothing, and his organs... Dragon Man came and (laughs) (laughs) And his organs and his dick to later sell in the black market. Okay. However, they've begun to redeem their wicked souls by listening to the Legion of... Renna. Yeah! Well, that's... uh, We got that going for him, which is nice. <laughs> Wait, so we're the ones that bring them back into like... <laughs> it's kind of like when you have to like ease somebody off a of medication. You know, it's like you can't just have them quit smoking cold turkey and you know, just slowly start smoking less of the pack. I think it's We're like the pack minus one cigarette. Right, no, I think that's true because we're like the kind of party where we do a lot of evil shit but we try not to cross that line you know? yeah I, I I feel like what he's what he's uh, positing is a sort of scared straight situation <laughs> <laughs> so don't want to end up like me kid this is what you're becoming <laughs> I just think he's trying not to get caught by the evil police <laughs> continuing Tony's cigarette metaphor if your dad finds out you're listening to us he'll make you eat the whole thing <laughs> Uh, he also said happy Thanksgiving or whatever you say to bless this day. I don't know, I'm not American. And also that shows how behind we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have done the outros myself for the past two weeks, so... Happy COVID. So I think Ali is uh, asking everyone to basically submit what's the worst thing your party's ever done. Because ours is all recorded on the internet. Interesting. That, I mean... You've heard it. <laughs> no, no, like fans, like people who are listening now. Oh. If you're listening now and you play D&D, tell us what's the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, yeah, so let's see. Fans, can you top Ollie's evil party? Uh, don't get too, you know, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like actual evil, not like hum- hum- humanely evil. If Way to sense. take the fun out of it. Oh, I'm sorry, but... It's gross you want to read it. I think yeah. you're also better to stick to one superb anecdote rather than a list of things. Oh, yeah, things. definitely. Just yeah. the one worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and again, keep it funny evil. Not like <laughs> evil evil that you want us to read to millions of people that are listening to this podcast. Absolutely, our millions of <laughs> listeners. Yeah, <seriously>. Seriously. <laughs> Don't make us have to make a documentary where we need to find you to imprison you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we don't want to have to do that. <laughs> but we will. But we will. <laughs> we will. We made a shitty podcast. We, make, we can make a shitty documentary. <laughs> Alright, we have another email from Tim. Hey, Legion crew. Thanks for the shout-out on your recent episode. And Bobby, I'll gladly sing you a song, but only after I'm thoroughly sloshed. So when you've got enough booze ready, hit me up. Now on to Brass Balls. I wrote a sequel to my <laughs> iTunes review work okay. in which the season three cast okay. gets down with the season season one characters. Everyone remember that? Uh, yeah, kinda. You don't remember like Lenny and Muffins, yeah, Murdar yeah, yeah, and Dragonface. Yeah, yeah. For this time, it's only Chris characters. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not asking you to read it on air. Well, if it's not too much to ask, I'd like to get a recording of everyone's reactions, especially Chris. Thank you, Chris. This means I'm asking that everyone <laughs> do not read it until you've started recording, which we haven't. Oh god. This means you too, Winston. You are the I read team's the emails. Dad, Chris. <laughs> Don't make me eat all the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it'll be worth it. Alright. Sorry, not sorry. I will so, try and find in the email. Does he want me to talk amongst does yourselves? Does he want me to read all the parts? Is that what he's saying? Oh, you know what parts he wants you to read. Oh my god, I know. Because <laughs> I have no face in disguise, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to read it on the air? <laughs> all right, I think you uh, made this man canon though. It's completely your fault. Do it, guys. In the Christmas doing. episode. I am Tony, Tony did that! 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 Tony The perfect gift. Right. It so keeps on giving. Chris is you now reading the fan fiction. Oh god. Yeah, it's titled A Podcast Named Scooby Doo is Better Than I Do or Are You? <laughs> I love. Thank you. At least this guy understands me. Alright. That's all I got. It's no Goober and the Ghost Chaser. I don't know. Is yeah. That... <laughs> That's great. Was that it? And it's a picture of Scooby-Doo from the movie wearing... <laughs> wearing sunglasses. Is... I don't know. That is that it? <laughs> that's great. I love that. Chris, I think that's the best case scenario. <laughs> I, like. I barely didn't do anything. Yeah, I got a compliment out of it. Yeah. Mine, it was the better one. Yes. No, there has to be more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I demand. <laughs> it's also written in Comic Sans. <laughs> this is Tim. Go you, Tim. Tim, my new favorite. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Tim, I will not be answering your next email because Body Potty Do Where Are You is a great name. Uh, one last <laughs> shout out, Winston. Uh, we we have a very quick. New review from Grindalin on iTunes. Thank you. Give us a five-star review. It really helps us out. Is entitled, Good Podcast to Waste Time With. <laughs> and the review... It feels re- like I am slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> this provides me no sustenance mentally or emotionally. <laughs> it is just noise. <laughs> Good to waste your life away, too. I like to put on this podcast so my dogs don't feel alone when I leave the house. <laughs> No, the review reads, the voices are great. That's it! Thank, <laughs> Thank you! A compliment's a compliment. Thank you! I don't think we have great voices. Thank you! It's not Vinny from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sound like my family. I'm Tom Vinny's from Brooklyn. Great voices, asshole. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. I'm well, not walking, I'm just listening to a podcast. <laughs> this has been the Legion Red Out Season 3, Episode 43. Uh, thank you for your continued listenership to the show. Check out our patreon.com slash legionredhub if you want to support us financially. Or if you don't have the funds, but you just want to give us your support, uh, go to iTunes and hit us up with that five-star review. Uh, check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and our Discord, which is linked to our website, legionredhub.com. Is that everything? Uh, we're on the Circuit City Forums. <laughs> the Legion of Red Up, the smiles you can hear. <laughs> we're also, uh, we're also <laughs> a new sponsor of the Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> the one remaining Blockbuster. I would love that so much. DVD sales have never been higher. I mean, it's like in Alaska, if I'm there's, not mistaken. And uh, yeah, we're there. There's a bar that's next to my house where there's these these things that were used for advertising that are up above the urinals, and there's no longer any actual advertising in them, so I think I'm going to go in there and sneak <laughs> in an ad. <laughs> That's how they have for us. <laughs> okay. This has been it. Bye. How is it that I've had a Hank Hill profile and I haven't made a Bobby joke one time? Damn it, Bobby. Because Bobby's just off the rails. Bobby's very different from Bobby Hill. <laughs> Is he, though? <gasps> okay, Dad. I hope that people visualize it like that. Oh, we should ask the fans who, what who they imagine. Like. Or all of us. Oh, someone draw Bobby. <laughs> Bobby? There's a bunch of scribbles. <laughs> I was imagining a Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Guys.